I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New York, New Jersey, Ohio, Atlanta, I'm coming for you. And that's just week one. Clay Travis here. I'm going on tour for my new book, American Playbook, and I want to meet you on the road. You can get the full tour schedule at clayandbuck.com. I'll be in Utah, Texas, Florida, Wisconsin, and of course, my home state of Tennessee. So if I'm in your hood, come say hello. Pick up a copy of the most important book you'll read this year, American Playbook, Our Game Plan for the Future. Bold, reverent, and occasionally random. The Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast starts now. All right, Clay, you know that I love animals and animal stories. And if people go to clayandbuck.com, they can weigh in on this one. There is a super viral. I mean, I think it last I saw over 10 million uh, views of just one of the shares of the sharing uh, accounts on this of in a zoo in China. Hangzhou Zoo. Han Hangzhou Zoo. That is actually what it is called. The Hangzhou Zoo. Visitors are skyrocketing because of a viral video that shows a Malayan sun bear that looks like a guy wearing a bear suit. <laughs> and if you see this, I mean, yes. it kind of looks it kind of looks like when this bear, you got to see the video. It's on at ClayandBuck.com. Clay and I were talking about it. It looks like a guy named Phil, when he finishes his shift here, takes off the bear hat and, like, smokes a cigarette. And is like, yeah, another day at the zoo. You know, like, you got to see this bear. I watched it. I thought... What is going on here? The I think this is a man. Uh, could be a woman, to be fair, uh, in a bear suit. Um, all right. I just I don't think the bear can stand up like this. Buck, speaking of, what's your read, by the way? You think man or do you think bear? Uh, I mean, I think it's probably a bear, but it really looks like a dude in a suit. Uh, breaking news here. Uh, we have a farm in West Tennessee, speaking of bears, and... Uh, they wiped out, like the Davy Crockett era and beyond, wiped out bears pretty much everywhere other than East Tennessee. Bears have now reached Nashville, 
and they're now infiltrating West Tennessee, which is a big deal if you're from where I live. And on our farm in West Tennessee, on the uh, hunting video, you know, where they can take pictures of all the animals that go by, bear. First time ever in, now it's in West Tennessee, where I can remember a bear ever being seen on our property. So that's a real bear. I don't think it's a it's a Chinese dude pretending to be a bear, but I love this video. I watched it. I, I think it's a man it, in a bear. You costume. just have to, it looks... You look at the lower half, and there's kind of some, you know, some some rumples of uh, of of flesh that looks almost like it's a suit, and the little legs. I mean, the sun bear. I who knew the sun bear was going to go viral over the week? I mean, I'm, folks, I'm telling tens of millions of views. The whole world. It started in China. Another whole world is. Is that a guy in a suit? The bear looks way too comfortable on two feet. That's all I'll say. I watched the bear. I scrutinized the video. I think that it is a bear in, uh, sorry, a man in a bear suit. It's up at clayandbuck.com. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, clayandbuck.com. Go make your own determination. Sundays with Clay and Buck. I know there's a lot of talk of negativity out there uh, about the future and and where uh, we are headed. And I saw this story from The Hill Uh, And it is the political identities of 12th grade boys. uh, And that is the percentage identifying as liberal or conservative. Have you seen this story yet? Nope. Okay. So I think you're going to consider this to be a a positive. So they study this going all the way back to 1975. Let me give you an idea. In 1975, 25% of, uh, of high school boys considered themselves liberal, and about 17% considered themselves to be conservative. So there were substantially more liberal 12th grade boys. And what's interesting is conservatives since 1975, conservatives are surging and hitting all-time highs among 12th grade boys. In fact, 25% roughly now consider themselves to be conservative. And I thought this was crazy. Liberal continues to tank in the last several years. It's now down to about 13%. So a huge percentage of 12th grade boys now are identifying as conservative. And I am fascinated by this because, of course, I'm raising three boys right now. But I also am around them uh, quite a bit, them and their friends. And, and, and it's interesting. I think that boys are overwhelmingly rejecting the woke culture that they are growing up in and rebelling in particular. Now, I don't know what girls are doing, right? I'm not sure what the data would reflect on girls. My inclination would be that girls have always been more liberal in the 12th grade and women are in general vote more liberal than men. But this was an encouraging data point that basically conservative 12th graders, again, this is a story in The Hill, are now setting all-time highs every one of the last few years, and the number that are liberal is collapsing. Does that surprise you or encourage you? Well, I think that part of the the left-wing plan has been to go after uh, more aggressively uh, younger and younger, uh, well, uh, issues that affect younger and younger males uh, specifically, um, whether it's toxic masculinity or also the the assault on on gender uh, overall. 
And I think that there's just a, this stuff is incongruous with nature and with our natural selves, right? You're, you're a 12th grade boy, you know, you've gone through puberty, really, I mean, 12th grade, you're basically in a, a, close to being in a, a lot of them adult. can vote. Yeah, a lot of them are 18. I mean, you know, go tell an 18 year old Marine that he's, you know, a boy and, you know, watch your teeth, you know, I mean, 18 is not, you know, we're not really talking about young kids here. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think part of this is the aggressive agenda of the left um, has has just been running up against the the basic feelings that you have as you become a man, you know, um, and, and, and the war on masculinity has become more and more aggressive at a younger age. And, you know, the pop culture is increasingly trying to undermine that. You know, there there is a, you know, whether it's starting with little boys, you know, three, four years old who want to play with trucks and dinosaurs. I know this from my own little nephew. He doesn't want to play with princess dresses. He wants to, yeah. and he picks. He wants to play with trucks and dinosaurs and crash them and make a lot of noise. And my, grand, you know, my mom and dad, grandpa and grandma, they have to run around and chase him. And he's, you know, a little, little crazy man. And on my friends who have girls who are that age, they say it's a very different situation. That continues. And by the time you're 18, unless you've been so fully indoctrinated, you recognize that what the left is pushing is contrary to your basic masculine nature. I agree with that 100%. I also, Buck, would build on it. This makes why Andrew Tate, Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, I think they they represent different aspects of uh, the masculine id, but why all three of those guys are so incredibly popular on YouTube. Obviously, there's a big gap between Jordan Peterson and Andrew Tate, but I would say what connects them is discussing traditional notions of masculinity and how to be a man. I think that young boys rising into 12th grade, when I see this data, are recognizing that they're being sold a bill of goods and that much of what they're being told is not real and they're rejecting it. I take it as an incredibly encouraging sign. I, I, I'm encouraged by it, too. There's uh, other data out there that, you know, some college classes Half of the class practically now says they're LGBTQIA plus and yes. they use terms like cisgender and everything else. So, you know, I don't know whose data sets are more indicative of where things are going. But uh, at, at the end of the day, if you believe boys are boys and girls are girls and there's a difference between the two, you find yourself becoming more conservative and right wing over time. And that is to our advantage. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough. 
that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck. Are there visitors from another galaxy who have come to our world? I, I, <laughs> I'm not, it's not that kind of show. I mean, there are shows that get into that, but today on Capitol Hill, I mean, we talk politics here, right? That is our, that is our bread and butter. That is our foundation. And on Capitol Hill, Clay, right now, they're having hearings where they're, uh, they're, they're supposed to hear from a whistleblower. Um, and uh, this is for the Committee on Oversight and Accountability, a whistleblower featuring David Grush, who has accused the government of withholding information that has to do with. I agree with you, Clay. I don't like this UAP thing, unidentified yeah. anomalous phenomena. I'm like that makes you sound even nerdier. UFO is a good, like, we all know what a UFO is, and I, I think we stick with it. But the, the cool kids now in this community say UAP, but I'm still going with UFO. Um, so here we are, you know, waiting to see more of what comes out of this. Do we, we have some audio of this guy, right? Is, do we have some? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's play part of what the, uh, the testimony is likely to center around here. Play it. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Okay. So he's straight up saying that we've pulled aliens out of space. Under oath, Buck. Under oath. Right. That's yes. what he's saying. I'm not. I'm not missing this. That's what he no. did say this morning. It started at 10 a.m. Eastern. So, what's going on here, Clay? <laughs> Do you want, I, you want I mean, to take a shot is, at this? I mean, first of all, can I just say the fact that they scheduled the Hunter Biden uh, the, the the plea agreement for the exact time that some guy was going to sit down under oath and say we've taken non-human uh, biologic life forms, basically aliens, out of alien spacecraft. I mean, this is crazy, right? I mean, this is next level under oath testimony. So this guy is willing to potentially be put in prison as a perjurer in order to either make up that we have uncovered alien life inside of crash uh, alien planes or or. He is so crazy that he believes his untruth, which would make it harder to charge him with perjury because he may truly believe a lie. 
But, I mean, this is this is blockbuster stuff. And for it to be occurring, again, under oath in Congress, this is not you and me, Buck, driving along. Uh, you know, we take a call from some guy and he calls in and says, hey, you know, I'm out in location here. I mean, this is under oath in Congress testimony today that there have been alien spacecraft that have crashed in Earth and that we have removed dead aliens from those spacecraft. Now, here are my thoughts. And I guarantee you, 800-282-2882, we are going to be deluged in calls over we, this. We call. got some some colorful phone calls yesterday, from what oh, I understand. I, I, I don't doubt that at all. If this has happened, so my anytime there is a story like this that occurs, how many people would know this? Okay, is my first thought. Because to you or me, Buck, if... Let's say that there are 25 people that show up at an alien spacecraft yeah. and remove dead alien bodies. That would seem like it's something to keep really quiet. I mean, if you or I, you're in the CIA, do you think if you had shown up at an alien spacecraft and there had been dead bodies that were not human pulled off that spacecraft that you would have been able to not tell anyone about that? I mean, even zero, if you're zero percent chance that that could be kept secret based right. on my time in the Central Intelligence Agency and knowing the people who work there and their mindset. No chance you're pulling the equivalent of little green men out of a flying saucer that has crashed again to that point. Really good at intergalactic travel or whatever. Not so good at avoiding the Rocky Mountains or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I don't believe it. OK, I, like, I just I this guy's testifying on Capitol Hill. Uh, you, if people can get mad at me, they can say, I don't know any, I, and I don't know anything about UFOs, and I would love to know a lot about UFOs. Um, and, and I, and I understand, you know, it always falls back into like, well, you can't, I know, the, tomorrow, no one can predict the future. I always say it, tomorrow there could be, you know, remember the show V? You know, we could have the aliens that are actually lizards yeah. that look like people and all that stuff. I don't know. No one can tell you what tomorrow is going to bring. Do I think that the federal also do I think the federal government has been covering this up? I do not. And I would just ask, why would they cover it up too? Like what's the well, what's the incentive so we can have their like super badass technology or something? That's kind of what I always hear, but I go, well, why? Yeah, I, it's I a great know. question. And I, what I, is so this technology that's is, so amazing that we can't say we got from aliens in the first place if we got it, which we didn't because this is all crazy. Well, so my first thought is conspiracies are hard to keep up especially conspiracies that just take a step back are incredible stories so it's hard to keep people silent on things for a long time the more people that are involved the less likely it is that it can stay silent now you can say well this guy's testifying under oath clearly it's not staying silent but i would say if he's correct it would mean that there are dead alien bodies somewhere in the United States government's control, right? Presumably, we didn't just bury these dead alien bodies like in a field somewhere. We would think I would think we would conduct an autopsy, like look into the bodies. What are they? How are they constructed? What do they look like? So, and can, and I, you can I admit the something? Good question. Though? Yeah. Can I admit something about this? It's a little bit like the JFK files for me too, where they're hiding something. And it's usually when the government is hiding things from you, it's usually not things that are really awesome. I'm just going to again, drawing on what I know from, you know, CIA stuff. It's not that it's so cool or so interesting and secret. It's that it's embarrassing in some capacity for the government. That's the that's the most 
Why won't they release this thing from 50 years ago? Who cares now? Why can't we all know? Because government agencies still, they view, they view themselves as brands in a sense, right? I mean, like the FBI brand has gotten very beaten up the last few years, among others, CIA and, and others. Um, and they don't really want the, you know, those government agencies don't want to be, they don't want to look foolish. They don't want to look dishonest, whatever, whatever it may be. Anything related to UFOs, the only reasons I could see for them to keep it secret, and this is what this goes to, is they there is some sensitive technological research they're doing that somehow this touches upon. That's the most charitable version of it for the government side. Or they look bad. We're doing some kind of weird experiments, or meaning the government, that they don't want us to know about. You know, this uh, Representative uh, Burchett, he's a Tennessee yeah. guy. You know him? Uh, uh, I've met him, I think, but I don't know he, him personally. Here, here he is, cut 13. He's uh, talking about this. He's one of the leading lawmakers behind this investigation. Play it. I don't want people to think we're going to bring in little green man or a flying saucer in this thing. But this is starting the floodgates. And these gentlemen are coming forward with what they've seen. These are firsthand accounts. This isn't some, some good old boy back in the woods who's had too much to smoke or drink and he spotted something. These are trained pilots and, and experts in their field. I would say that the Tic Tac videos are proof enough. They have no vapor trail. There is no heat signature. There is nothing. And they defy all of our laws of physics. The pilots can't define it. The scientists can't define it. It is not the Russians. They wouldn't be in Ukraine. It wouldn't be China. They already own us, but they would really own us. And it's not us. So where's it coming from? So, you know, he, he sounds theory, very, you know, reasonable when he talks. Sober. About it. Yeah. So your question of why would they keep this hidden is, I think, fascinating. So one is, Buck, I could see them believing that there are amazing technological advantages that they could get by deconstructing this alien spacecraft. And if they crashed for some reason in the United States, we don't want China to know that we're trying to unpack whatever their technology is for future advantages in in combat that would be one again i still think it would be very hard to keep it quiet two would be and this is more ominous two would be they have discovered that there is alien life and that alien life has basically told us hey we can destroy your planet at any point in time and they don't want a panic to ensue because all of human life is basically in the hands of people that we really don't understand in any comprehend in any way and how much panicked we think about what covid did okay think about what covid did that killed what 0.1% uh you know 99.9% of you got covid and you were fine if for instance an alien life form had arrived here and said hey uh you know we have the ability to obliterate all human life in the snap of our fingers if we decide to do so I would think that would probably create a little bit of a panic in the United States and around the world. Weren't you a creative writing major along with being yes. a history major, right? Yes. Or you have a creative writing degree? Because I that was, I mean, I'm ready for the screenplay, my man. You're good to go with that one. I like well, it. Well, I mean, I just, I, I think through what would create a conspiracy of silence. One is, okay, we're trying to gain a competitive advantage, right? To answer your question, because I think it's a good one. Two is, all of humanity is under direct mortal peril, and they know that, panic will ensue if they tell us how much mortal peril we're actually in those I mean, are the two theories that's a that great premise for a movie right like trying yeah. to keep it from everybody that once in a while we get a visit and they're like hey i don't know we might have to just vaporize your whole planet you know but we're like 
no, please don't. And then we have to pay them off somehow. I don't know. The, the question that I come back to again, and we're going to take some calls on this. Maybe we'll ask Chris Christie what he thinks, not only about the plea agreement in, uh, uh, in Delaware. He's got a wide sc- scope of potential uh, topics here, as we typically cover every single day. <laughs> but just, also, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm getting lit up already by VIP emails. Lit up. Just just because I'm like, I don't see it, guys. Oh, because they're mad at you for saying, yes. yeah, look, I mean, let's, yes. who's your real ally here? I am on the record. I think that there are is alien life forms and that they have visited Earth. That I'm on the record. And by the way, Buck, let me just say this. I would not be stunned. I really wouldn't if we look at some of the things that have been created in ancient history. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. The pyramids. Stonehenge. Uh, the Stonehenge. Lost all this City stuff. of Atlantis. <laughs> I would not be surprised if superior... Uh, technology has been shared at some point in time historically uh, in in uh, in human life because here's the other thing if you believe that aliens have visited uh, our planet by the way could be time travelers you want to get even creepier what if it's not alien life forms what if there is just the ability that somewhere in the future they unlock the ability to travel back in time and then they crash here every now and then, and we're totally threatening the space-time continuum if we in any way acknowledge what might have happened. I'm just saying, I have expansive like universe of potential outcomes every day in, 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 in life, and so it, none of those things would stun me, right? What, what you and guys so, don't know is that Clay has a flux capacitor in his radio studio. <laughs> no, I mean, think about it. If aliens are capable of traveling to America today, let's say they're going to come, it's 2023. Why wouldn't they be have been able to come in thirteen twenty three or eight twenty three, right? Like, why wouldn't that have been possible at some point in time? Look, I think the movie Predator is fantastic, and you know, who knows? Maybe they just show up sometimes. They do some kind of trophy hunting, and you know what I mean. I don't know, Clay. It's Here, crazy here's one that'll really in. blow your mind, Buck. What if the asteroid that killed all the dinosaurs wasn't actually an asteroid? What if it was in some way propelled by an alien species to test something on Earth hundreds of millions of years ago? I just want the millions of people who are listening right now across the country to know that according to at least some of the VIP emails we're getting, I'm the crazy one. <laughs> okay, I'm the one sitting here. I'm like, I really I'm don't not, think they pulled... I'm not giving a yes or no. I'm saying oh, like, man. I am like... I am. I have a wide range of possibilities that I will consider on any topic. I just. I think. Look, historically, Buck, if you and I had been doing this show in 1640, I don't know how the show would have been distributed. We're sitting up on a stage, and there are all these people throwing tomatoes at us, right? Like while we're talking, we could have thought in 1640 we would have said we've discovered everything. There's nothing else that humans could ever uncover about life. And we would have looked laughably absurd 50 years later, 100 years later. And today we'll look back like the most brilliant people uh, of their age would have said, hey, you're sick. Let me go get a bunch of leeches. We'll flood. We'll take out as much of your blood as possible. That's going to get you healthy. So I'm skeptical of science and of people who claim that they know the I know, end but see, of this is the move. This is the moving the goalpost with the UFO thing that drives me insane. I make no no promises, have no analysis, no thoughts about whether UFOs will visit the Earth, 
whether something could happen. I'm only interested in what has happened and what. Yeah, we and have I think it has of. happened. I think they've been here. This is it's a leap of faith. Right now, that guy just testified. Not only have they been here, we took bodies out. Now that seems like <laughs> a step beyond to me. Insane. That's that good. seems like now a step I, beyond. I miss I miss the guys in the 80s in flannels and trucker hats who were like, then the aliens grabbed me outside the bar. And it's like, wait, what? You know, well, we're just I trying know, to avoid your wife for the weekend. Where would these bodies be? And how many people uh, have seen them? I mean, I, I, can we get the guy who testified about the alien bodies on yeah, the show? Okay. I mean, if Congress can we is get swearing him, him in. We're going to have to get him on. And I, I'm, you know, <laughs> it's, it's going to be the reverse of the pen thing. I'll be like, are you serious, sir? And he's going to be like, hey, hey, he's an expert <laughs> Let witness. Let the man Settle talk. Down, he's trying to answer Let questions. <laughs> Sunday Drop with Clay and Buck. Chris in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He wants to jump in here on UFOs. Yes, sir, Chris. What have you got? Yeah, my grandfather was a colonel in the Air Force. He was stationed in Japan before the war and after the war. He was one of the first uh, group of officers to go to Nagasaki and Hiroshima after they dropped the bomb. So he had a very high security clearance, talked to hundreds of pilots all the time. And he told my grandfather, I mean, my dad, before he died, that, uh, yeah, he, he knew that they had craft in their possession they had gotten since the 1940s. And uh, they had alien bodies. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they had them. You know, they... It was, uh, I don't know if it was one they had downed or it was crashed or what, but, uh, and he wasn't the type of guy, he was a very serious man and he wouldn't never lie to my dad, you know. Well, I appreciate the call. To my dad till he was in his high, till he was in high school. So, so the question, thank you for the call. We'll take a couple more. The, The question is, and Buck, this is what you and I talked about. This is such an explosive thing. I just, I don't understand if me and four buddies, even if we were at the government, if we suddenly got to ex- to, to examine an alien spacecraft with non-human life forms that were in it, I don't understand, and he said this happened in the 1940s, you're telling me that somehow this stayed secret for basically 100 like, years? I, I mean, there's just no chance. Ever. It's just That's just no way. When people want to tell me that pilots have seen unexplained phenomena, especially on like a radar screen situation, but they've seen something, uh, you know, even they've seen like flash of light. Okay, I don't know. Maybe there's some, I, I'm not saying that they're, they're, I believe the pilots that they've seen something, you know, there's, but there are explanations for that that I can say, or rather there are things that you can say that would make that make sense in the context of there's something going on. We don't know what it is, but something's going on. Little green men being pulled out of a spaceship. I'm sorry, but we would have photos. Like, I, I just, there's just no, for me, there's just no, but it's, I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, just bombarded. Is suplexed. there anything? Okay, here, here's, said, a, here's a question mentioned for WWE. you. WWE, does anyone even do the suplex anymore? I'm getting suplexed over here. Is there, to try to get you back in the good graces of the audience who loves me because I'm right about there having been aliens that visited Earth before and you're wrong, but let's leave that aside for a minute, my rightness and your wrongness. Is there anything that you will acknowledge that you believe in that is in some way a conspiracy theory that would be controversial? Well, I mean, I was going to say I definitely believe in demonic possession, so I think that's... Okay, uh, I, I yeah. believe in that, too. 100%. I think probably most of our audience would believe in... Dem- I mean, honestly, like I, I think the evidence would support that there are there is evil, 
that can yeah. in some way get into like I believe that okay that's that's one I mean you're Catholic so I mean they still have yeah. exorcisms right uh, yes. the Catholic faith does so that that would be tied in um, I'm trying to like, think like like Bigfoot Loch Ness monster no, no I'm going to Scotland and uh, I'm gonna look for the Loch Ness monster I doubt I will find it um, that but, would be a big coup if you saw the Loch Ness monster and could come back and report on it so that would be uh, that would be pretty fantastic people would think it was just some deep state ploy to detract from all the revelations about the UFO sightings I'll I'll give you an example Buck of so I am open to the idea that lots of things that we believe to be true are in fact not and I'll give you one from when I was in college you probably remember this. When I was in college at George Washington University, there was a building that was universal lore among GW students that it was a building that was used by spies and it was a standalone home. It was super creepy that the people who pulled up, it was like, you know, we'd go trick-or-treating all over D.C., kids from D.C., GW. Halloween in D.C., I think, is still an incredible time. Georgetown for Halloween one of the most fun nights you could have when I was in college. I presume that it's still really fun. Everybody at GW would pass down from one to the next. That is a spy house. That's a spy house. While I was in college, Buck, news breaks. It was a spy house. The Russians were using it. They had dug a tunnel all the way underneath to try to listen. uh, Or sorry, it was a United States spy house that we had that we were using to try to listen underneath the Russian embassy and this was where the agents would go in and go down. Now that you sounded crazy, like if you pointed to it and said that's a spy house, that doesn't that doesn't sound crazy. That sounds. I mean, I could sit here and tell you about a whole lot of different. Well, the ones but that are for public. college kids when you're out drinking for everybody to be like, hey, so you know that's a spy house. This is like, another the, great. You know, Clay should just be writing screenplays for like '80s, you know, thriller and action <laughs> movies. He's got the I aliens. Just, I'm telling that can you, we're out drinking, Buck. And people are like, don't go, don't do anything stupid in front of that house. That's a U.S. spy house. That's all the uh, federal agents are in there all the time. Then news comes out that not only is it a U.S. spy house, we have built tunnels all under the ground in D.C. to be underneath the Russian embassy so that we could try to use listening devices to hear what's going on there. Look, this is uh, yeah. I mean, that, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound crazy at all to me. That kind of stuff happens. And well, you're in you you're go, a form, you were in the CIA, so you might be more open to that idea in particular. But right. I, as which a is also kid, why I'm denying all the UFO stuff because yeah, when I got read into all the I UFO even, programs, I didn't even think about that. yeah. See, I got Clay doesn't even he doesn't even go to that level. Buck, Buck, uh, that's the, a good point. Green Buck men, might be covert. He might be trying to lead us all astray from the idea that UFOs exist. Meanwhile. As soon as we finish, he's going to get on the phone with his CIA agent friends and be like, hey, let it, don't worry. I got the cover up going. I'm just telling you, as soon as this show is over, I get up, I high five some 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 lizard space aliens or whatever. I'm like another day, another mission completed. Clay's starting to come over to our side. But look, I, I think that the the testimony on Capitol Hill, what can you say other than the Congress is doing this? They really want to hear about it. There are documents that they don't want to share. So there's clearly some sensitive technology that is is involved in some capacity or sensitive yeah. sourcing of this. Um, and, and so there's something to find out. I mean, this isn't uh, this isn't totally crazy town. I mean, I made the joke about Loch Ness, like there is no Loch Ness monster. Right. But we all know that. But there are other things that are worth checking out and scoping out here. And we're just going to sift through these VIP emails and it's cool that, you know, one out of ten of you are like, I agree with Buck. Um, thank you. <laughs> but 
for the rest of you that are all believers in the uh, UFO situation, I'm just saying I I'm 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 always open to be proven wrong with proof. Chris from Columbia, South Carolina, you can close up the show today. What you got for us, Chris? Hey guys, yeah, I, I'm not sure about the lights and the videos and what you see on YouTube now, but if you look up the Sumerians and the ancient Anunnaki, I believe with Buck that there's been something here before. Um, well, that's me. You, know, you agree with yeah. me. Buck says I'm crazy. You're with you me on the me pyramids one, and all Clay. this stuff. You, you know, I got one call here. Anyway, yeah. So he's will, saying the Sumerians believed that, you know, the uh, ancient Sumerians, Babylonians. I'll just say this, Buck. The South, Baton Rouge, Columbia, South Carolina, Nashville, Tennessee, where I am, I think we're right on this. I mean, I'm not getting a lot of New York and California calls right now from our Republicans in those states who are saying, yeah, I've seen UFOs. You know what? Maybe because we see so much weird stuff in New York and L.A. that we wouldn't even notice if it was a UFO. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.